Coach, usually the team that loses game one is the team that talks about making the adjustments. But does it feel like, aside from the last four minutes, not a whole lot needs to change for you guys in, in game two? No, I think the playoffs are, you know, a game of adjustments. So there's some things that we did very good, even even in our lead. And then there's some things that, you know, we want to adjust. So um, I think that's what it's all about. What's your expectation, Coach, on how your team's going to handle what transpired last night heading into game two? I'm not concerned about my team. Uh, we're ready. Uh, there's a lot of good to take from game one, and uh, we're, we're excited about game two. If they match Kawhi Leonard against uh, Steph, what did you see in the fourth quarter that he did against Kawhi that will help him be very successful in game two? Well, he's a very good defender. Give him credit. And then they, you know, they played very good team defense, but Steph Curry is going to, you know, be Steph Curry at the end of the day. We're not concerned about that. That didn't win or lose the ball game. Uh, we've got to take care of the basketball, and then we've got to defend. Well, they're small. So they're small, and Tim Duncan's not in the game in that situation. they got to you know, spread four. And D.I.R. Bonham, those guys can knock down the long ball. It's a tough thing to ask Bogut to protect the paint and then get out to those guys. So it's uh, I didn't win or lose a ball game. We didn't run back. They got it going in transition. We missed free throws. We didn't make plays. Uh, so I'm not going to overreact because that same group is a group that you know put us in position to take the lead also. Let's not forget that. No surprise to me. Um, this is a tough, tough basketball team that I have that's uh, mentally tough, great competitors, and I think it says a lot about the DNA of this basketball team that on the road against a championship caliber team uh, with great history and uh, four future Hall of Famers that we battled and put ourselves in position to win the ball game. That being said, we're not satisfied with losing game one. mistakes. He missed free throws, um, broken assignments, down the stretch defensively. One guy makes a mistake, guy hits a three, one guy makes a mistake, guy gets a layup. One guy makes a mistake, you get an offensive rebound. Before you know it, you've given them you know, three or four plays that they, you know, off of our mistakes. And I think at the end of the day, when we're at our best, we don't see those mistakes. For all those playoff games, but the difference as a coach, um, I was invested as a player, and it meant a lot, and we were tied together as a team, but it stopped there. Um, as a coach, I'm making the decisions. I'm tied to this basketball team. I'm tied to this ownership uh, group that believed in me, this management group that believed in me, and this, this incredible fan base. I mean, um, it's, it's a different ball game, and one that I'm, I'm thrilled and, and honored to have the opportunity to, to lead this team. Well, I've been in those seats, and I know how tough it is. And some guys probably needed to be reminded of just how good we were. Um, but overall, i got a tough group that's, that's excited about game two. And uh, all we do is just concentrate on the facts. And the facts are that we were the better basketball team for the most part of that game last night. Uh, 
Now we did some things that we gotta we gotta do better. But um you gotta leave that game feeling good about where we are. Coach Curry said he had no problem going fifty eight minutes, maybe a little tired legs in the first overtime, but that was about it. How, how did you view the whole time as far as the game? Well I thought he was very good. I thought he was spectacular for the most part. Um it's different because there's times where you can steal minutes. It's not like, you know, he's playing Tony Parker minutes where Tony Parker's doing the job offensively, and then he's got to guard somebody that's a live body, you know, with their system. You know, Steph at times is on, you know, a knockdown shoot in the corner. Um, so it's not that demanding on the body. But um, you know, I, I stayed in contact with him during the course of the game, and, he said he felt fresh and felt good, and I thought um, he played, you know, he played a great game and put us in position to win it. You know that means more than having a big guy in there, right? <laughs> you know, when Clay Thompson left the ball game, Tony Parker um, was was able to create some separation. And I thought Harrison did a very good job on him. But Clay did a spectacular job on him. Um, and I don't think Clay gets enough credit for his defense. Now, that being said, you can play the same D, and Tony Park is good enough to have a great night. But overall, Clay is making him work. No, because that wasn't. And... You know, I think credit has to be given to my, my, my incredible staff and also to Clay, how hard he works and how much pride he takes in being a, a, a big-time defender. Mark, do you go back over the tape and think of things you could have done, or is that just not healthy at this point? Or no, it's, it's, it's absolutely healthy. Um, you, you've got to take a look at the tape and see the mistakes that was made across the board and adjustments that can be made, and uh, how in the world we gave up a lead. Anything generally you can say? that I think overall you miss free throws. You don't value possessions. You throw away a possession offensively. You don't get back in transition. You don't pay attention to detail defensively. You give up a three. You have breakdowns. Uh, if you can take those plays back and force them to beat us on our terms, it's a different story. We've got to value every possession, offensively and defensively. How did you think Jarrett handled the last few minutes? I thought he, um, he's a gamer, and he's com- he, he competed. I thought he handled it well, um, like everybody else, made some mistakes. But he's a gamer, and he's hard on himself. Um, but I thought uh, he made some plays offensively that uh, stopped the bleeding and uh, defensively competed. Oh, he's going to have the basketball at times. Um, and especially the way that they defended Steph. They forced the ball out of his hands at times. They kept a big body on him at times, not trying to influence anybody. Um, and, and Jared is going to have the basketball and is going to have to be a playmaker for us, and we're totally fine with that. As Steph said last night, he felt one of the problems late was not enough movement on the back end of some of those well, you can fall in love with the performance he was having. I mean, 22 points in the third quarter, having his way, uh, almost like a, 
at times like a high school game where you stand and watch the guy. Um, I don't think it was so much the movement. I thought at times guys caught the basketball not ready to, you know, take and make shots. And you give the Spurs that second to recover, they're there. And a good shot is no longer, you know, a possibility. So I think it's important for our guys to be ready uh, to stay aggressive, even when Steph is in the midst of a, you know, incredible performance. You're taking some heat, just whether it's on Twitter or whatever. Obviously, any losing coach in any game, all of a sudden, is the worst coach ever. And if you win, you're the greatest coach ever. But have you seen that? Do you understand that that's happening? Do you care that it's happening? I don't care about that. Um, people are entitled to their opinion. I'm not buying into it. Um, coach Popovich is an all-time great coach, even when he was down 16. To me, I wasn't questioning anything he did. I gave credit to what we did. Um, I'm not caught up in that. At the end of the day, I'm coaching this basketball team, and we got a heck of a chance to uh, to compete and beat uh, a prepared basketball team. I did see somebody sent it to me. Uh, was Steph? Yeah. Yes. Kind of a cool honor for you guys. I wasn't on there. I mean, I'm messing. I'm messing. I'm messing with you. It was, it's, it's, it was special and great to see. You know, you think about uh, all the things that have changed uh, with this basketball team, and it's just well deserved because at the end of the day, it's about these guys, and they deserve to be recognized for the the team that they are and for the individuals that they are. You popularized the floater as a player. Why, why do you think that shot's become so much more prevalent in these players? I think you got uh, some some great guys that are able to shoot shoot that shot. They worked on it, and um, they put it into their arsenal where it's a tremendous weapon. How would you compare yours and Steph's? I wouldn't. <laughs> Any decisions you do differently after watching the film? We make our free throws. We take care of the basketball. We get back defensively, and we execute game plan discipline when it matters most defensively. I mean, at the end of the day, that, that's, that's what hurt us. Um, if, you know, the film tells me that, and watching it over and over again tells me that. You know, we, we had breakdowns, and we can't afford to do that against this, this basketball team. Part of the deal is that you are a shooting team, and you have the confidence in the shot, or you, you just, when you keep shooting, as you say, make or miss, and sometimes that's just not going to, this is going to turn out the way it did last night? Well, we are a shooting team, and this is a make or miss league. Uh, I think it, you know, there are points where the way they defended Steph, they're daring him to beat him, Jared. penetrating. Steph, penetrating. They're playing him above the three-point line, and he's going to have to pick and choose his spots of when to shoot it and when to put his head down and make plays um, for himself or for others. I thought he did a great job for the most part of doing that, uh, but we've we, we got to continue it. Did Pop's decision to intentionally foul Bogut affect his minutes moving forward? Yes. Uh, you know, at that point, I believe it was, I don't know, five minutes to go that they got into the bonus, and I'm sure that that's what they would have done. So uh, the decision was made to, to take him out and eliminate that from the equation. Now, is this something that you can look at in practice to see if it's getting better? Or I'm, not wor- I'm not worried about him making – are missing shots. I also thought we had a cushion and we could defend because they were going small. So I, I would probably say that that was a bigger part of it, not having Tim Duncan on the floor for them. Um, we went small with them. 
with having Steph play almost every second of that. Was that pre-planned or was it flow? Was it getting him the matchup against Gary Neal or something? It was, it was flow. Um, he said he felt fine. He had a fresh body. And I think at the end of the day, you can steal minutes for him where it's not demanding on his body for 50 whatever minutes because he's guarding you know spot-up shooters in the corner. So it's not like he's guarding Tony Parker all that time. Um, so it's a different, you know, 57 minutes or so than Tony Parker's where he's in the action every minute he's on the floor. Coach, you give me five minutes. Have you ever seen a guy take five shots and only two free throws? <laughs> did he shoot two free throws? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. You're right. You're right. In the end. After yeah, you're right. You said it. should stand out for you, shouldn't he? Huh? Those free throws should stand out for you, shouldn't they? What do you mean? Given how few there are. <laughs>